Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the new episode of Instagram Growth Podcast. Our show helps businesses and entrepreneurs all around the globe grow and achieve their goals on social media. Stories and experience shared by our guests are a huge source of inspiration and value. So you made a right choice by tuning in into today's episode. This time, I'm talking to Andrew Monroe, an indie author and also an owner of Digital Marketing Agency. Hi, Andrew, and thanks for joining me today. Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm very excited to talk with you today. You're welcome. Later today, we will be discussing a very important element of digital marketing, so digital sales funnels. Throughout the interview, Andrew is going to share with us his experience of working with digital funnels or marketing funnels, and also offer some practical tips on what tools you can use to make that process a lot easier. But before we start, please let me and my listeners know a bit more about you and your background, Andrew. Absolutely. So I'm based out of Texas uh, over in the U.S., and I've uh, been writing for probably 10 years now, and I've been doing the digital marketing for roughly six of those years. So I got my start actually with a company called Plains Internet. It was a little ISP, um, internet service provider, and that's kind of where I got my beginnings with the marketing front. I also studied you know, at university uh, marketing and communications, but the transition into the working world and actually doing it for a company was <clears throat> quite life-changing. So that's where I got started and then I kind of got into the publication side and have branched out from there into a whole bunch of different uh, niche marketing areas to help people grow their you know, brands. Yeah, okay. And how long are you in digital marketing? I've been doing the digital marketing itself for probably three years now. Uh, it was kind of a transition from more traditional marketing and shifting over to social media marketing until it kind of needed that label change just from, you know, social media marketing to an actual digital marketing, you know, yeah, ideology. Yeah. Okay. And do you enjoy this digital marketing or this kind of traditional marketing is a bit closer to you? I really enjoy the digital marketing. Uh, previously, when I was doing anything marketing wise, it was kind of hard to tell what kind of effects I was having for, you know, a brand or a product. I would, you know, run a program, run a campaign and sales might increase, but it was really hard to say like, all right, we, we increased sales this way or we increased awareness this way. And therefore it had this bottom line effect. There wasn't a lot of analytics that you could actually directly correlate. So what's really fun about the digital marketing for me is I can actually look and see exactly what's working and kind of hone down into how things are, you know, working for that company and what's not working, be able to kill it or revamp it or retarget it. And all the different tools and analytics that come with digital marketing are just really, really cool for a marketer. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So coming back to the topic of today's episode, what is from your point of view is a digital sales funnel? So can you give me a definition of that and why is it important? So at least to me, and I think a lot of people would agree, but you know, there's always disagreements. A digital sales funnel is 
at least a three-step process. And that process is first awareness, and then it's engagement, and then it's acquisition or the sell of the product. So what that looks like on a digital sales funnel is you are trying to cast a wide digital net to a target audience or you know, everybody at once if you don't want to target your audience. And you're using that to then take that really large group of people that have seen your ad or seen your information about your brand. And they take that information and then the people that it matters to start engaging with your brand. So let's say you start with 100 people and then you only get 50 people engaging. So that funnel kind of shifts down from 100 people to 50 people that you're really focusing on. And then those 50 people, you might have another 20 people actually want to buy your product. So that's what a sales funnel does or a digital marketing funnel. And it's just like any other sales process. You're just bringing your audience down to the ones that actually really need what you're offering and hopefully providing value for them. Yeah, I, I do not know about you, but I have read some articles on digital sales funnels and there were a lot of chatter around the street that the funnel, the traditional definition of funnel is already dead. So people argue that the traditional concept of a customer funnel no longer sufficiently describes this complex customer decision path of the modern market. So what's your view on the issue? So is the traditional definition of funnel dead? And uh, how how do you use the concept of the funnel in the modern marketing world? So I think a lot of those arguments that are against a traditional funnel are in the sense that they are looking at the pre-online era for marketing. So they're talking about when you were just doing you know, a billboard and then that billboard hopefully led to people calling into your office or calling your sales line and then your salespeople selling the product and that kind of thing. That kind of funnel is dead now. You, There's a lot of moving parts in there that don't necessarily point to each other, and it's hard to tell if your funnel's working. So in that sense, the funnel is dead. But whenever people are talking about an online funnel, if they're specifically talking about you know an online digital marketing funnel, I don't think it's dead because not only you know is it what I do and I see results for my customers, but I myself, knowing what's happening, still buy products through funnels, you know, just uh, what was that two or three days ago, I was getting a gift for my girlfriend. And that's exactly how I ended up getting it was a company that had offered me, you know, a 10% discount on Facebook. I'd clicked it. I went into their website. I got into their email list and I forgot about them, but then I wanted uh -huh. to get it. And so those emails have been coming through that engagement where they're like, Hey, don't forget. We're still here. We're still offering those really cool, you know, tank tops that you thought you might want. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that thing I looked at a month ago, I would now like to buy. And so I went from a month ago being kind of interested in the product, but not really enough to buy it, to seeing their emails come through and being like, all right, I kind of like this stuff, to purchasing just a couple of days ago. So it was, you know, 30 days between me actually looking at their brand and clicking the purchase button. So to me, that's exactly how a sales funnel works, is you're finding those people that might not be ready to buy immediately or aren't necessarily interested, but you're letting them know you're out there because competition is so fierce on so many products that you've got to stay in contact with people who might be wanting to, because who knows what other shirt companies I looked at, but didn't capture that email to keep letting me know they were there for when I was ready to buy. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that point. And of course, online funnel is a more complex customer experience now than just like you said, an example with a billboard. So what are the key steps of a digital funnel? 
So at least in my case, one of the main things we focus on is that email capture that I talked about the t-shirt company getting. What I want to do for these customers is not necessarily sell their product right off the bat. You know, let's say it's a, we'll stick with the t-shirt idea. You want to let people know you're selling those t-shirts and you want to offer them something that lets them come a little deeper into your ecosystem, you know, either capture their email or at least get them to like something on your Instagram or your Facebook page. And then you want to give them information, you know, Hey, this is, this is who we are as a company. This is why you should buy from us or why you should respect what we're doing. And then you want to go into it and give them more reasons to buy and more reasons to like you and kind of, you know, give value, let them know how everything you do is different from the competition. And by doing that, you're able to, when the time comes, have that person go, all right, I like these people better. Cause that's what it really comes down to nowadays. It's almost like a popularity contest on the internet. You're wanting to have a more likable, more approachable brand than the other guy. So that's all these sales funnels are really doing. Um, You're doing this online digital funnel to bring people to your website or your storefront and then stay engaged with them until they're either ready to buy or they decide they want to buy just because they like you. And it's very, it's very odd. It almost doesn't go with what you would think a sales process would be. You know, someone wants to buy that shirt. They go, all right, I'm ready to buy that shirt. But that's not how a lot of us purchase products anymore. As far as I'm concerned, uh, it's very important when you have to make um, this digital funnel, in order to maximize your reach, you have to make sure that you're talking to the right potential customers, so to your target audience. And this actually may mean that you have to create different funnels for different audiences. But how to best identify your target audience for your funnel, for your specific funnel? So it depends on kind of what your brand is looking for. And you're right, absolutely, on wanting to target your audience correctly. So, for instance, like the internet company that I was working for, they want to sell internet to these customers. We're not going to target the whole U.S. because they don't cover the whole U.S. They covered, you know, just, you know, a dozen cities in Texas. So, we didn't target all of Texas even. We targeted these cities. And even then, we used that targeting to really go for areas that they actually could provide good service. We didn't want to necessarily cover all of Dallas. We wanted the edges of Dallas where the towers were good and the customers could use the internet and not have as much competition from bigger box internet providers. So audience targeting is really important if you have a product that's really important to that specific audience. Now that said, if you go on a bigger scale, let's you know go back to the t-shirts, you still want to make sure that you're using the right funnel for the right audience. So Maybe you're selling a workout t-shirt to somebody like me. You want to make sure you're targeting people who like going to the gym and like certain keywords like dogs or donuts. You don't want to target, you know, somebody's grandma who doesn't ever go work out on a shirt that is specifically related to working out. So the audience targeting is really, it's really key on the starting point to make sure that you're not spending too much money because all this costs money, right? You can't run these ads without spending money on the ads. So feasibly you could, you could target the whole US if you have a, you know, hundred million dollar budget and sooner or later it would get down to your audience, but nobody wants to spend a hundred million dollars when you could just spend a million dollars. So that's really where the key comes in for making sure that the return on investment is good for the customer. And 
you know, if you're selling $5 t-shirts and it costs you $100 million to target those, there's no way you're going to sell $100 million worth of t-shirts. You want to make sure that you're getting as close to the right audience on that funnel before you even start targeting or before you start serving those ads. Because if you don't target the audience, you're going to waste a lot of money finding out or letting the algorithms find out who your actual audience is before you even make a sell. What do you think? Is this identifying target audience um, one of the biggest challenges for those who are just setting up their funnels? So is it one of the biggest challenges for people who are just starting out with these funnels? Or there there are some maybe other challenges that people need to overcome? So it depends on which direction you're going. You know, if you have a really specific niche audience you already know about, let's say you're doing roof repairs in a single city. You already kind of know your audience. You you know, you're looking for people who own homes within this city. And that's that's not too hard. You know, you're going to talk about let's say 100,000 people. That's a good sized audience that you can already target that really didn't take a lot of research or time to figure out. Now, if you're in that boat, audience targeting is easy. And the next big hurdle is actually getting a funnel set up. And that takes kind of a bit of technical know-how. It's really, you've got to get the right software. You've got to get the right programs, the right copy. There's there's a lot of moving parts and actually building the funnel that can sometimes be a lot harder than finding the audience. Now, the digital marketers, you know, me included, hopefully, we are pretty good at figuring out, you know, side avenues for you to get a audience built. But really outside of that, I think anybody that's running a business or selling a product kind of has a good idea where their audience is. I think the really big hurdle for them is actually building a proper funnel that's kind of automated and is able to be put out there without too much work on their part and too much time and too much money spent. Yeah, and you know so much about digital sales funnel and how they operate. So with that knowledge in mind, do you use the digital sales funnels in your business yourself? I do. Uh, now, business-to-business sales is a little different on the funnel front. So it's it's hard to target the, a business on doing marketing. Um, that said, I still do. I run those and I do a lot of networking like that. Now, where my expertise in the digital marketing actually helps me the most is apart from, you know, having a business. Uh, I wrote a book and I've been trying to get that book, you know, getting more traction because it was a self-published book or an indie writer as a lot of people refer to it because self-publishing has all these weird negative connotations. So by the way, my congratulations on your first book. Oh, thank you very much. So what I do on that is I actually run funnels for my books where I'm using uh, like a free copy of like the digital side of the book or, you know, a free excerpt or something like that. And I'm running funnels there where I'm like, Hey, here's a copy of this free book. I would love for you to check it out. And so people be like, Oh, I love free things. And they go, yeah, here's my email address. Send me that free book. So what happens is I'm actually, I'm not going to make any money off of the free book. Right. And I'm, I'm spending money to run the ads, but in the long term, what'll happen and what is happening is I get more audience members and an ability to talk to them. So when I publish a second book or a third book or, you know, however many books down the road I publish, now I'm going to have this much larger audience that I can sell further books to. They might've got something for free at the beginning and it didn't make me any money, 
But now I have these people who hopefully are interested in what I have to offer down the road. And so it's a bit of a longer game, but it's really effective at finding those people and building engagement over six months, nine months or a year until I'm ready to sell them something else. Either it'd be t-shirts related to the book or a second, you know, sequel or something like that. So it's, yeah. it can be really helpful if you're willing to play the longer game there. You know, some people believe that digital sales funnel work only for online marketing. So for kind of coaches online, for writers, for copywriters, they just say, I'm not selling anything digital online. So why do I need and how can I use this digital sales funnel in my business? Like, for example, an auto repair shop or a dentist. So what are your thoughts on that? Maybe you can provide some examples. Sure. So I'll, I'll cover both those auto repair shops and dentists. They're both really good and they, they're examples for larger in-house or physical products that you aren't trying to you know sell like a t-shirt or services you could call them. So these services, they're usually a lot higher ticket items. Um, even if it's just, you know, like the tooth cleaning for a hundred dollars, these, these services still need people coming into their business. And one of the ways to do that is SEO, you know, search engine optimization, but that's a long organic process and it, and it's really good. You've got to do SEO, but if you want a quick fix, if you want to, while the SEO is going and being worked on, if you want to be generating that revenue and bringing customers that hopefully have lifetime values that are way beyond what you've spent to get them, the online sales funnels or the online digital marketing can help you contact those people because everybody's looking for stuff, you know, all the time you can see online, hey, what's the closest dentist? Who, who do you recommend for me to go get my car fixed? Or I need new wheels on my car. Where's a good place to go? So people are searching for that stuff. And when they search for it, you can serve them an ad. And that ad's like, hey, you want to get free wheels? How about you come in? We'll give you a free wheel if you buy three. And people are like, hey, that's a great deal. So they they put it up. And what I'll do, especially like on a dentist, I'll say, hey, Here's the sales funnel and it's the ad and it's a, and it's a funnel, you know, with all the bells and whistles, but the very front of it is if you're looking for a dentist, come in, get a free examination. So the customer or the potential client calls them up and says, Hey, I got this free, you know, examination. When can I come in? The dental office says, yeah, we've got an appointment here. Come on in. Bam. They now have somebody in house that is getting something for free, but why would they go anywhere else after that? Hey, you need a cavity field. You just want us to do want us to do that for you. And they go, yep, let's go ahead and do that. Same with the cars. You come in, get your car checked out by a mechanic. You're more than likely not going to go to a different mechanic to get it repaired because you're going to be there and you'd be like, hey, I, you guys are cool. You helped me out. I'm here. I found you. Why would I go anywhere else? And that goes for all those services, all those physical products. You're still able to bring people from outside, you know, on Facebook, on Instagram, through your website, wherever you are, if you don't have an online presence, you're probably not running a business in 2020. It's just not something that you do. There's, there's no one out there who can't benefit from having an online brand and using that to pull customers and pull awareness towards them and get their name out there, no matter what the product is. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think that this statement, like digital sales funnel works only for online marketing. So this is absolutely false. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. It's, there are plenty of <laughs> auto repair shops, dentist yeah. office, plumbers, all those people. It, it doesn't matter. They are using it and they're the ones who are rocking the game. Yeah. 
uh, one of the, I think one of the hardest things for this not online marketing things just to get started. Just to, to start something on Instagram, on Facebook, of course, it's difficult. It's hard for the first time. But then when you learn how to play the game, when you learn the, when you learn the rules, you understand how can you profit from that. Exactly. So how to choose the best tools, the best CRM systems for implementation of your funnel? So do you have maybe some personal favorite tools? So CRMs are, there's so many of them. And depending on what you're doing, there's a CRM for every different niche office or product you're offering. So I can't, I can't speak to all of them as a broad, hey, this is a great CRM. Now that said, I use a program called Kartra. It's a software and it's specifically made for digital marketing. And I absolutely love it. I think it would work really well for anybody who's wanting to, you know, not hire somebody out and want to do it in-house and do it themselves. It's fairly affordable. I think it's, you know, $400 a month and it's really powerful. It's, it's okay on the customer relationship management front, but on the marketing front, it's really good. If you're just looking for a really robust CRM, Salesforce is the number one out there and it's hard to go against, you know, the current like that. But, you know, I've used, I've used probably five or six different CRMs myself all through the different careers I've had. And every one of them was hyper-focused on, you know, this OEM pump manufacturer system, this internet service provider in Texas system. It's, there's so many options. It's hard to say, but you definitely need one. If that's, if that's the best I can offer, if you don't have a CRM, you shouldn't absolutely get one. And if you're looking to do the digital marketing on your own, I would totally recommend Kartra. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And what do you think for a person who is just starting starting out with his first digital sales funnel? So um, can a person, a beginner in this sphere, set up a, a funnel himself? Or does he need exactly the help of a professional? It depends on how motivated they are. I think anybody can probably do it on their own if they have got the time and the resources to figure it out. Um so if you're, if you're just getting started, you know, obviously you need to start building your social media presence, right? You need to have your Instagram, your Facebook, your website. You need to have all of those things already in place. From there, you can absolutely build a really minor funnel. Uh, a lot of places or websites will offer really basic, you know, hey, here's a box. If you want 10% off, put your email address, click it, and then they can give you that email address. And then you can manually send emails and say, hey, I saw you're interested. What can I do to help you out? So you can you can make a really basic funnel really easily. The problem there though is it won't scale. So getting started, if you do everything right, you can make it happen uh, pretty cheap. It's just if you're planning on scaling that business, it's going to be really hard to scale all of the manual integrations that you're going to be trying to handle. Yeah. Thank you so much for this interview, Andrew. Can you please tell me and my audience, how can people learn better about you and what you offer? Absolutely. Um, I have two different websites that you can go check out. There's Andrew A. Monroe. My middle name's Alan, so I had to put the A in there because andrewmonroe.com was already taken. So andrewamonroe.com, uh, that's my author website if you want to check that out. And then if you want to check out our marketing website, it's axeandbow.com. That's A-X-E-A-N-D-B-O-W.com. And it's a Lord of the Rings reference for those nerds out there. 
So those are the two places you can reach out to me. You can also always email me from either of those sites and I'm more than happy to answer any questions. And I'm so happy I got to come on and talk to you about this. <laughs> okay. And my last question for you today. So what message would you like to leave my listeners with? If you, That's a tough one. But <laughs> if you are looking at getting started on this, there is no better time than now to start. And that's that's not just with digital marketing. That's anything you're going to do. If you're looking to scale your business or boost your growth on social medias or your website or whatever you're doing, there's no reason to push it off. Just just start now. You know, Hire out a consultant if you're really worried about it. If you're willing to do it yourself, just get going and start doing the research, get the product, and really just start taking a crack at it. And it'll evolve. And you might have a messy start, but it is still something that you can start right now if you're willing to give it a shot. And it will really help. In a year, you're going to be amazed at what you could accomplish. Thank you so much, Andrew, for joining me today and for providing value. Thank you Absolutely. very much for coming. Thank you, Anna. This has been a blast, and I'm so glad I got to come on. Yeah, have a good day. Hey, thank you. You as well. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.